Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. Reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode. We got Judy coming on the show today. And before we get to Judy, though, I want to let you guys know, just a reminder that, hey, listen, in the next two weeks, I'm moving to Tennessee. So if by chance something kind of glitches on my end where a show doesn't come up is probably because I either didn't have time to finish it or maybe I scheduled it for the wrong time and I don't have access to internet yet. There's a lot of things that can go wrong, you know, when I'm moving over 600 miles away from my home state of Pennsylvania to Tennessee. So please bear with me if there's any glitches over the next month. I'd say the month of April. If there's any glitches, please just bear with me because uh, it's a big move in life. So that said, let's get to Judy. You know, it's funny because on Sunday, Judy texted me and I interviewed Judy a while ago and I had her on the schedule for about two months now to air today. And she texted me this past Sunday randomly and she said, Hey, Tony, this is Judy from Idaho. You may not remember me. Of course, I remember you, Judy. Come on now. But I just wanted to tell you that I held back something in our interview. It's about the reptile demon. My experience with this demon was sexual and I didn't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. So I'm sorry for confusing you at that point. There, I feel better. That was bugging me. Hope you feel well and look forward to your podcast every week. Thanks for doing what you do. Well, Judy, no problem. And I wanted to read that text to everybody right now and let you guys know that's kind of the skinny behind the whole Judy situation. And yes, she did give me permission to read that text message. So let's get to Judy right now. 
Okay, today we got Judy on the show. Judy, how are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. So we have uh, you coming on to talk about your life and uh, how things unfolded for you and obviously how the paranormal ties into that. But uh, from what it sounds like, you have a lot of real life experience and situations that led you down certain roads that maybe led you let you be more susceptible to demonic attacks and uh, things of that nature. Uh, I'm going to let you take it away, though. In the email, you mentioned about how uh, you had childhood trauma. So if you want to start there, you can start there. If you want to start wherever you want to start, that's fine. But just take us from the beginning of how things started unfolding for you in your life and uh, take it away. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for having me. Well, my father was a violent alcoholic. And um, when I was five years old, I remember him just beating up my mom and uh, looking out the window and seeing him, you know, chase his girlfriend, you know, around his car with a hammer. Um, So I have a lot of specific childhood memories because, you know, the mom and dad got divorced and So I had PTSD at a really young age. I had anxiety and depression for most of my life. And uh, sometimes I still struggle with it. However, uh, one good thing that happened back then was there were churches that would send vans around to pick up kids. And even if parents didn't want to go to church, uh, these vans would take the kids of the neighborhood to Sunday school. And so I ended up going to a Sunday school and accepting Jesus as my savior at five. And that really did protect me from a lot of the things that were to happen in my life. So um, then my mom remarried and it was, she remarried another alcoholic, but this guy wasn't physically violent, but he didn't like kids. And so myself, my brother, my sister, we spent the rest of our childhood tiptoeing around that guy. And so all of us, I have one brother, one sister, uh, left home early. And I actually left home the youngest out of the three of us. Um, I was 13 when I first left, um, first as a runaway and then as an emancipated minor. Uh, And at this time, it was like the mid-70s, where there still was a lot of people like hitchhiking. So I got a backpack and a guitar, and I started hitchhiking all around the country. And I did that from the age of 13 till I was 21. I would go to different places in the country. like rainbow gatherings and anti-nuclear rallies and music festivals or places I just wanted to see. And of course, being 13, hitchhiking around the country, a lot of good things happen, but a lot of bad things happen too. So at 21, I stopped doing that. And then But the thing is, is when I was hitchhiking all over the place, uh, it was still a lot of uh, LSD at the time. And I tried everything. I experimented with everything. And then at the age of 21, I kind of settled down and stopped hitchhiking. And um, 
later in life, I mean, a few years later, I had just gone through, um, well, a divorce for one thing, but I also had been going to school and a professor um, was sexually harassing students. And when he did that to me, I reported him and it ended up being a class action lawsuit, but it was like seven months of litigation. And um, my, it, I had like nosebleeds in the middle of class because I still had to go to this class during this time. And I uh, ended up settling and I did get my bachelor's, but I decided that I wasn't going to, you know, go into social work because this guy was such a hypocrite and I was so angry. And uh, that that became my excuse to go back to what I was familiar with, which was um, just going back to, you know, partying and I got a job, and my first night there, somebody had put out some lines of meth, and I didn't want to do it that first night, but I didn't want people to think I was a snitch either, so I went ahead and did them, and I really didn't like it, but I kept going to that job, and after a while, I actually got used to it, and then um, I started using it recreationally and for work, and uh, I made a friend there, and her and I became buddies, and we started going to clubs and just uh, doing the whole party scene, and uh, at first, it was really a lot of fun because, you know, I had never been kind of, you know, in that kind of environment. So it was kind of a blast at first. But um, some of the things that started happening is I started noticing that, you know, the clubs we were going to became less and less because a group of us had started like together and now we're starting to get paranoid. And so people were talking about who's mad at who, who's got the good drugs and who's going to prison and who got in a car wreck, those kind of things. And I started realizing these, you know, this isn't any fun really. And, and then um, one night things started to take a turn for the worse. This is when it started going down was when um, we were at a, an after-hours party and we were in a back room and there was a guy there and he was talking about magic and he had these stones in his hands and then he closed his hands and then it, they were gone. And I just got this awful feeling. It was just like, I can just this is just demonic. I can feel it. And then a few minutes later, this lady walked in that she was an older lady and she had gray hair that just went everywhere. And she was a really very well-known uh, witch from our area. And 
I mean, I was sitting on a bed and when she walked in the room... This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.